Hello, and welcome back to the Mama Mogul Podcast. This is your host, Shalene Aaron, and I want to welcome those that may be new to this podcast. This is a podcast made by a mother for mothers, where we are sharing our stories as we journey through motherhood, because we are mothers and so much more. Today's episode is with my dear friend, Seda K. Jackson. Seda is um, a Christian R&B contemporary artist, and she is sharing her intimate story today um, of the relationship between she and her mother, the life that her mother lived, the lessons that she taught, the love that she gave her that she can now pass on through her legacy, through her um, life, and to her children. Seda opens up and gets really um, personal about some things and um, she's just really sweet and, and, and to share this um, intimate story with us I just really really thank her and appreciate her because a lot of times it's not easy no matter how long ago you did lose someone but I believe that this episode will help others um, that may be um, grieving and she tells about how she had how she healed from the loss of her mother how she went to therapy and um, gives us some insight on that and some tips and advice and it's just really really um, hard sometimes to share and open up um, about these type of things but Seda does a really good job this is probably one of my favorite interviews not because she's my friend but she just talked so well of her mother and their relationship and I think her mother would be really really proud which actually um, brings me to the point that I have included some of one of Seda's songs the song that she wrote about her mother and the title is proud and if you are not listening to this episode on anchor you will not hear this um, the songs in this episode so if you would um, please um, if you're on Apple or Spotify or Stitch or, or something like that, that's fine. But you, um, to get the impact of the story, please listen to it on Anchor because that's the only way that um, I w- can share her music is through Anchor because of the app that I use. But I appreciate you. I appreciate my new listeners, my old listeners. Um, thank you for hanging in there with me. And please rate me um, on Apple Podcasts, leave a review so that others will know um, what a great podcast this is and how much you enjoy it and so they can share and listen also. All right, tune into this episode and without further delay, this is my interview with Seda K. Jackson. Welcome back to the Mama Mogul Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, not only a guest, but she is a friend, someone that I know personally, Seda K. Hi. Jackson. Hello, Seda. Hello, hello. I'm happy to be on this podcast. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm thankful. That's the word to describe how I feel Good. today. <laughs> Good. Thankfulness is always in order. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and Seda and I, I always like to give people a background of how I met um, my guests, um, if I know them personally. And Seda and I go back, I want to say 20 light years. That's <laughs> like light years ago. Yeah. <laughs> because it was before... almost, I think it's been like, it's been like at least 15. Did for I, sure. I, oh, 
I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think my age is, is um, taking over, but I'm trying to think if I had children or not when I first met you, because that would kind of let me know, you know, mm-hmm. how long it's been. But it's been at least 15. I'll just say that. Yeah. So, yeah. You're, you're right. We work <laughs> together. We both work together in um, the hospitality industry. And I think you were taking classes in college. Yeah, um, I was in school. That was like my job through college. Yeah. And I was. I was doing the same and then I took a little break because I had um, a child and everything. But yeah, we go back. Yeah, we got history. (laughs) The funny part is, is that (laughs) you end up knowing, you know, when you told me you knew my husband, y'all went to college together. We went to college together, yes. I might have known him before you did. (laughs) You did. You (laughs) you definitely did. I think I saw it on Facebook and I was like, wait, she married my boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... History for real. History, (laughs) history, yep, in the small world. But say that tell the um audience a little bit um about you. Um, it's hard for me to talk about myself, but again, my name is Seda K. Um I am uh, a big dreamer. I sing, I write, I uh work in media and music and um I'm originally from Kansas City, born and raised, but um LA is where I reside. Um, I've lived in Los Angeles for quite a while, took a little break, came back home, um, got to reconnect with some friends, including Shalene, and uh, then just came back to L.A. So um, I'm rocking and rolling, moving around. Um, I've been married for 14 years, which sounds crazy. Um, And uh, I got I literally got married when I was super, super young. But um, and I have a two year old. So I am. Living a full life right now, <laughs> yes. to say the least. Yes, yeah. You, you. Um. See, I met you when you were dating Kenny, mm-hmm. and then I remember when y'all got married. And yeah, y'all waited a while to have children. Waited a while to have children. <laughs> we waited a very long time. <laughs> we waited over ten years. Like I think it but, officially was like thirteen years or something like that. But would you change anything about that? Absolutely not. It's been awesome. Um, We enjoyed all of our 20s. um, And we, you know, we were still surprised when we did find out we were pregnant. That was a whole thing because I was like hosting a red carpet and he was in Europe and I, you know, was waiting for something to arrive and it didn't. But I was rocking and rolling, so I wasn't paying no attention. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) What's going on here? And we got our bundle of joy right in the nick of time. Um, I think um, as we dive more into my story, it'll be really clear on why. But um, I really, really needed a bundle of joy. And it was the perfect time for me to be able to focus on becoming a mother, um, honoring my mother. So it's been a beautiful experience. I wouldn't change anything. Yes. Yeah. Motherhood is is um, you're blessed to be able to experience motherhood. It. It is a beautiful experience. Nobody can tell you. I mean, I can I can tell you about motherhood all I, but until you experience it yourself, you will not understand. That know? is true. Because <laughs> me and Kenny were always the friends at the birthday parties with no kids, and everybody would make fun of us. Like y'all just get to be free and run around, and we would look at everybody's kids like, "Ooh, I don't know if we can do that. right." <laughs> Or, like, every time we're in Target and there's, like, a child having the ultimate meltdown, I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. Like, I was totally fine with being the the auntie to everybody's mm-hmm. kids. 
but when you get your own it's a totally different story and I we are just wrapped so it's been and Kenny's always been the baby whisperer but me I've kind of just been like I don't know like I was never I've never been present for people having kids or none of that so it was all new to me I don't have any sisters so this was all a a whole new (laughs) everything is a new experience for me yeah yeah my and my mom told me that too back in the day when I because I had I was really close to a friend that had two little ones and they were really wild and I remember saying oh uh uh-uh I can't (laughs) nope can't do that she's like oh she said it's different when you have your own and it's true it's definitely true very true so in speaking about motherhood tell us about your relationship with your own mother we me and my mother had I say have a beautiful relationship um growing up as the only girl in the house me and my mom were literally the only women in our home so um our bond is uh pretty special um and uh i'm trying to keep it together but um i'm just thankful for her she's always uh exuding class and just so ladylike and i was not that <laughs> growing up <laughs> with brothers so um, she was a little tough on me in a lot of areas more than the boys because I know now, you know, she was just preparing me to be strong and to be able to handle myself and to be able to, um, I guess, survive once she was no longer here. And so, um, you know, she's just a strong, beautiful woman. She went through a lot and you would never know it. Um, and I'm just thankful for her um, strength and the strength that she's passed on to me um she was not only ladylike but like um my parents uh divorced when I was a senior in high school when I was 17 and or well they split up uh Mm -hmm. when I was 17 they ended up getting divorced uh like the summer after I graduated but um and that was rough in and of itself but like after that just seeing her be able to do things on her own after you know always having some you know backup was something that really spoke to me as a woman like she taught me how to use a drill she taught me how to do like everything one of the things that she always instilled in me was like yeah it's nice to be able to pay to get your nails done and your hair done but you need to know how to do it yourself and Mm -hmm. um so she always was fly whether she did it herself or she was able to afford to pay for it and she taught that to me like I'll I'll never you know, I know how to do my nails. I know how to do my hair. I know how to get get my own clothes, you know, at a discounted price. I, I spot sales <laughs> like no other. Um, I don't know if I get that from her, though, because she was splurged. But, <laughs> you know, it's just, just something that we would um, we just had a lot of moments where she was always trying to teach me things and just an example of um, just being a strong woman. Um, and I'm thankful for that. It's, we, we've carried a beautiful bond that um extends past this earth it's just like a forever bond that I will always always cherish listening to you explain your relationship with your mom sounds like the relationship that every girl wants with her mother like it sounds like you know and I'm sure you all you you and your mother probably didn't agree on everything you probably had some you know, has some moments. Um, That's part think- of why I worked where we worked together because my mom was like, you need to get a job because <laughs> you ain't about to be living with me because you to drive me crazy. Yeah we, yeah, we definitely had, you know, battles for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But 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 all of the but the bonding and all of the the what she taught you and the lessons you learned from her and all those sweet precious moments um definitely um outweigh the the moments where you know you probably just really didn't understand at that time what she was what she was preparing you for you know absolutely like I'm so thankful I had a what I would consider a strict mom like she didn't play and I had friends in my life and cousins in my life where their moms were a lot less strict and um I mentioned this in a speech before that I had to give about my mom but it was a, a point in time one time where me and my friend came to um her mom's house and she had borrowed her clothes <laughs> and I was just like and it was like a whole thing because her mom was like taking her clothes to go to the club or something and wait a minute wait a yes minute. the mother was borrowing your friend's clothes her daughter's yes clothes? yes okay and <laughs> and she was like really upset about it and all shook up and I thought her mom was cool because that you know I never even seen nothing like that and she was just like I wish my mom would just chill like was more like your mom. And I looked at her and said, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I said, girl, we was just out kicking it and said, this was, no, you don't, you know, don't say that. And it was just always funny because um, I wasn't thankful for that. And it's not to bash mm-hmm. her mom. Everybody's mom is different, but it was just funny. Cause I looked at her like, are you crazy? Cause I knew right. like she had the freedom to do all kinds of stuff I couldn't do. And we all mm-hmm. we all turned out like amazing. She's an educator and everything's like she's amazing. Her mom is amazing. But it was just funny. I'm like, let your mom have a night out. Who cares? <laughs> Clearly she don't go out that much because she gotta borrow your clothes. But still, it was just a funny moment because I'll never forget that when she was just like, I wish my mom was more like yours. And I was like, No, you don't. <laughs> right. But now I'm like, I'm so glad that my mom was like that with me. Like it made me you know, just so much stronger and just instilled so many traditional, I guess you could say, um, qualities into my life that I know um, was rare. Um, so I'm I'm just very, very thankful. And, you know, you you're finding out I know you're you're um, two years in motherhood, but and you, you probably have already found out that it's not easy to, to be that way to be strict all the time or to be to be um to tell you no when, when you know your child really wants to do something but you know that it, it's not the best for them you know it's not I mean I've had gosh I've got two teenagers now and I'm finding out more and more how hard it is to say no or how hard it is to um to be that parent you know strict and and firm about things because my my well she'll be 15 in November she um you know right now the style is to wear crop tops mm-hmm. well she um was about to escape out of here one morning if I hadn't come downstairs <laughs> with a crop top on which the crop tops are fine but if it's showing um belly then then you can't walk about this house oh you sound like my mom <laughs> if it meets now if it meets the the top of the jeans you know and and maybe if you like were to raise your hand you might see a little skin but if you walk it out with just bare skin no we, we can't do that <laughs> i'm so, having flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> so i had to explain to her you know she's like everybody else is wearing this at school and, and it's okay and that's what i said no 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 and i had to i had to sit down with her when she came home and i thought about it i felt bad about it say that all day at work because she left the house upset with me 
And like I said, it's not, those moments are not easy, but you know, you, it has to be done because I want her to, to grow up to be a certain type of person. And I want her to send a, a, a different type of message. I want her to stand out, but not stand out with her stomach showing, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. I want her to realize that the, the morals and values and the principles and, and, and things like that of, um, of an excellent woman. And I want her to grow up to be a really nice young lady. So I had to let her know, I know it looks cute, but you're 14. So that's not cute for a 14 year old. So, and, um, I, and I'm, I'm feeling, I don't know. I'm like, and I walk around with crop tops now, so I can't really talk, <laughs> but no, it's funny. But like, an adult, and that's yeah, it's, I don't have a daughter. I have a son, you so I'm not sure. Um, yeah. you know, what's in store for me, uh, later on in life. But I know, uh, with my mom, it was big hoop earrings. It had to be a certain size, certain nail polish. I couldn't wear like mm. darker colors. She wanted me to wear like, it was like, it was always something. She ended up putting me in private school so we wouldn't have to argue about clothes. So <laughs> I know oh, that was really? one of the, uh, underlining rules. Cause then it wasn't no, it wasn't her being mean. It was that's the rules for the school. So, but yeah, for for me, disciplining my son, right. it's a, a work in progress. Let's just <laughs> say that because I just can't. I'm taking a yeah. my I whole mean, different approach. And he's too I'm like my mom. I know she just yeah. shaking her head like Lord. Like if he hears no, he is like <laughs> legit devastated that we like he's disappointed us. And so we're I'm having to. He's very very like gentle and intuitive so I'm having to like I don't ever I only use no unless I absolutely have to because I know like he's like completely devastated and not in a meltdown way like it's like legit like hands and face like I'm so sorry type of like thing so I have to he's he's an easy baby he's super chill and super cool so it's not he doesn't get into too much but like I'd find other ways to tell him not to do something without just saying a harsh no like it'll be like you know I'm I'm learning yeah. how to just be a little bit more gentle um, with him than I was used to, and I'm proud of myself for just um, trying a new approach yeah. and just trying to get to know his personality a little bit better, just so I can f- figure out the best way to to empower the you know the things that come natural to him, but also to protect him from you know jumping off of a couch. Like, I'm glad you have long jump yeah, skills. Yeah. However, I need you to not practice right. those from the couch to the ottoman. How about that? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Girl, and that's a boy for you. And of course, my husband's like, he's going to be a long jumper. So I'm like, I don't care about that in this moment. Can we not <laughs> make him bust his head? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So um, what the audience doesn't know is that um, you have lost your mother and we want, and I want them to, to hear your experience, your journey. Um, Tell us, you know, you said you, you uh, found out you were pregnant um, while your husband was overseas. So kind of tell us, when did you, um, what did your mom died she passed away from from breast cancer um and it had spread okay um but initially it was it was breast cancer um she had one battle beat it 
um, was in remission, celebrated her 60th birthday, and then it came back. Um, and that was when you were pregnant? Yes, when you, when it, it was back. back or... um, it was actually back before I became pregnant. I think she found out, like, in November-ish of 2005, 15, I mean. And then um, I found out I was pregnant... Thing was in February of 2016 um, and then she passed away August 2016 um, so just to kind of I guess to dive into that I'm not sure how much you want me to share um, but I consider myself to be very intuitive um, and just something told me like I didn't know how bad it was um, my brothers have been you know um, kind of holding it down for me um, because I had, um, and I hate to say it, it makes me feel bad to say it, but I, I did have a lot going on in LA and my mom didn't want me to come back home um, because I was working on my first album and she didn't even want to tell me to be honest um, when because I was in like the final stages in November and it was due to come out in January. Um, and I felt really guilty. Like, I just wanted to come home and she refused to let me come home because she didn't want, she just wanted me to finish the album. That was, like, very, very important to her. Um, and, I mean, now in hindsight, I understand why. But it actually, like, it was in that moment that I realized, like, and I'll just say this to share with your listeners, like, sometimes the visions and dreams and goals that you have are not just for you. Um, for me, when my mom would call me and just be like, tell me what's going on or tell me whatever. And like, when the album came out, it made her forget about all the treatments. All So all she wanted to do was call her girlfriends and tell them about this album. When she would see me on TV or performing and promoting, she was just all beside herself, like, um, about the album. Um, I'm trying to get my timeline right, because I feel like the album actually came out a little bit actually it came out 2015 I'm, I'm sorry it came out 2015 but just but during that time when she found out it was a lot of promo for the album um still going on and so she was just loving seeing me um performing and doing stuff and so um when like I said when I found out I was hosting a red carpet so I had uh, started this partnership with TVN um where I went there to interview for an album to talk about my album and they ended up asking me if I would be interested in hosting and so of course my mom being the um, woman of faith that she is that was like the <laughs> best news ever to her she was like oh yes. lord and so that weekend before I found out I uh, hosted or was on the first red carpet um, hosting a show on TVN um, interviewing everybody at the Stellar Awards and my mom was like that was like the top of the excitement thing for her like I got to meet all of her favorite artists and sending her pictures of me interviewing all these people and just like it always blessed me to be able to like do stuff my mom could legit be happy about um and she kind of shaped the way that my music turned out because I never wanted my mom to be embarrassed to like share stuff that I was doing um so just her her uh her spirit and just uh, making her proud was always a big deal for me. Um, and it shaped a lot of the things that I've done as an adult. Um, and so 
um, kind of to bring things back, I feel like I'm rambling. So I want to bring things back is um, I actually didn't tell my mom that I was pregnant for four months, <laughs> um, which I know sounds crazy to some, but something just told me like, don't tell her um, because I did have a lot of tour dates and I was performing at festivals and filming and I just knew she would be worried and we had it had taken us so mm-hmm. not taken us so long but everybody had been waiting for us to have a baby for so long I wanted to wait till the first trimester um to before I said anything and some close family members had suffered from miscarriages so I just wanted to just give them time to to have their time to grieve and I just didn't want to like just be like hey everybody I'm pregnant and it's like so much going on so I just we just kept it to ourselves and I waited until Mother's Day to surprise her. We flew in and uh, wanted to surprise her, but I didn't know when I arrived that she would look different. And that threw me off. Um, so, yeah. The, the, so, how did she, how did she um, tell us how, you know, was she going through chemo? Has she lost her hair? No, she still had her hair, weight, but the cancer has spread to her eyes, and I didn't know that. Nobody told me, and so um, her eyes were bulging, and her vision was being compromised. Um, I had FaceTime with her. I knew um, I tried to get her to FaceTime, and she wouldn't, and I didn't know what was going on. Um, and some people gave me inklings. They just said, you know, her eyes are bothering her, but nobody told me how bad it had gotten. And I knew she, I came there mm-hmm. not only for Mother's Day, but to attend doctor's appointments. And so um, I told her, but I decided not to record it because I just didn't want to do that. Like my whole vision was just like, I'm going to surprise her. It's going to be the best Mother's Day ever. And it actually ended up being the best mother's day ever I told her she was so overwhelmed and crying and just so happy and I had already set up an ultrasound at a place in Olathe um and it's interesting because now looking back I she said she started crying and just said I just I kept telling God I want to see say this baby I want to see say this baby and I my exact response was well you get to see the baby today because I set up an ultrasound like she thought I was gonna take her to the spa or something because I was telling her to preserve her energy um but I actually was taking her all the way to Olathe because she lived in North Kansas City. So that is a far drive um, <laughs> um, yeah. to have an ultrasound to see the baby. And that day we got to find out we were having a boy. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to find out because we were 16 weeks. And it was just like the perfect day because mm-hmm. we surprised Kenny's mom, too. So it was my mom, Kenny's mom um, and Kenny's siblings. And we all just saw the baby and had like the perfect day and got to find out it was a boy and we had I'd already uh told Kenny a name that he liked and so um we told him the baby's name and it was just a beautiful beautiful day and um then that Monday we had um doctor's appointments where they confirmed that the cancer had spread um and uh she was really private, so I won't, like, I'll spare some of the details, but it had just spread, and it was a really, really rough time. Um, I ended up staying a little bit longer um, just to be by her side through a lot of appointments and figuring things out. Um, but it was um, it was a pregnancy that I wasn't exp- – it wasn't what I expected my first pregnancy to be like. Um, just 
watching my mom uh, transition while uh, creating life myself. It was something that um, still honestly bothers me, but, um, you know, uh, like my mom wasn't there for my my baby shower or you know it was it was tough but I feel like she knew she just never really like we didn't know how bad it was but she knew like even with the baby shower she like told me to call her girlfriends to make sure they could help me plan it when she could still communicate with me and stuff so it was she wanted me to have a baby shower like she wanted me to like she just always wanted me to she didn't want um things to I don't know. She just wanted me to keep pressing and keep doing things. And so that's kind of what I apply with my life now, just applying to motherhood, because I know she wouldn't want me to be a sad mom. And so um, I lost her in August, right when I was entering my eighth month of pregnancy. Um, And I ended up having my baby in October. So um, there's a lot. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm trying to navigate through, but hopefully you can help me make this all make sense. Yeah, it's it's making sense for me. And and the the thing that really sticks out to me is, you know, when you said that your mom would not let you come home, she wanted you to keep going or keep doing what you were doing. And the thing that I sense, and you already said that you think that she knew that she wasn't going to be here, and she probably she probably knew that her time was not long, but she didn't want you to to after she was gone to be in sur- just surviving mm-hmm. she wanted you to thrive and that's exactly what you're doing from what I can see and because she didn't teach you only to survive she taught you how to survive but she also taught you how to thrive and she wanted you to keep thriving like you said keep pressing and that's what you're doing and she didn't want you just to like okay um have a, like be a sad mother and think of her in sad ways to the way you're talking to me about your mom is it's like yeah. a celebration, celebratory uh, mode. And you're celebrating her life and celebrating her legacy and, you know, um, reminiscing on the things that she taught you um, to carry on throughout, yeah. throughout yeah, for your sure. life, you know. And speaking of, le- speaking of legacy, how, because I know you said you've had interviews and you've done different things. I think you've even written a song. Can you tell us how you are like living out her legacy or keeping her. Yeah, I did write a song about her. Um, That was the last song I released. Um, Well, in honor of her, it's called proud. I, I, um, it was honestly, it was hard for me to get the words together. So I kind of just like pitched what I wanted to talk about to another songwriter and just was like, can you help me with this? Cause I was really like, to be honest, I don't want it to seem like, yeah, you know, I, I was pregnant and my mom passed away, but I pushed through and everything's fine because that is not the case. Um, I went through mm-hmm. a really, really low space, um, literally thought like I was just going to lose my mind. Like, I just didn't know how to handle this. Like, it was just overwhelming to be like the happiest moment of your life and the saddest moment of your life. And you've always like thought about you and you don't know what you're doing like I see so many moms still like calling their moms or having their moms come over to help like I didn't have any of that and it was terrible like and it's so fresh like I wasn't prepared for any of this and so um 
I had to like just try to get my mind right. And one of the ways that I decided to do that was to move back home just because I missed the warmth of my mom. Um, my baby wasn't even mm. one yet, um, but I had a show in Kansas City, like right around her birthday. It was the first birthday without her here on earth. And um, I just had like an outer body experience and I was on stage and I saw my cousin and my uncle entertaining my baby and my aunt holding CDs up, trying to sell them and my husband filming me. And I was just like, I just want to come back home. Um, it's like a community event. So I was outside, like on off a of truce, like, you know, just loving on the people. And I was like, I just want to come home. And I legit like put in my, our notice, like to our place while I was in Kansas City. <laughs> Because I'm crazy like that. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I'm crazy like that. Uh, <laughs> you know that to be true. Um, and I was just like, if I change my mind, can we? St-? And they were like, yeah. So I was like, okay. And we had been staying in that place for like nine years. So it was not like a, you know, a whatever thing. But I just was like, if I don't do this now, I don't know what's going to happen. And so um, long story short, haha, that's the name of my album. Um I stayed in Kansas City for 20 months. Um, my husband and I just worked from home. Uh, he went back and forth to L.A. sometimes, working, doing stuff, working on projects. And I basically just stayed locked in and did some soul searching. Ended up going to grief counseling, which was the best thing ever in life for me. And I completed my um short-term grief counseling program. Um, thank God for the Gildas, uh, Gildas Club um, in Kansas City. Um, and right before I was done, we moved back to LA. Or right after I was done, we moved back to LA. Um, and we're back. I just needed some time to really, I wanted to get, I wanted to face everything head on. That was my overall goal. I said, I do not want to sit in LA pretending like my mom is still in Kansas City and I just can't call her I want to face this head on and deal with this grief deal with this pain I know it's never going to go away but I just need to deal with it head on feel whatever I need to feel so that I can be a whole mother for my child period and that's what I did and I'm and I'm proud of myself for for taking that time and doing what it took to really just sit in my grief and figure it out I'm proud of you too, because that, that's a very, very bold, uh, courageous move. Um, you know, most of the time we don't like to deal with our problems or issues or things that are, um, that we're going through or, or dealing with, and we just sweep mm-hmm. it under the rug. And, you know, there's a lot of hurt people, a lot of people that are, that need to heal. And we just keep carrying mm-hmm. that on and on and on and you know I commend you for for taking that step and I know it had to be hard man to pick up everything and with a baby (laughs) he wasn't he wasn't even with a baby yeah Yeah. and 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 your husband did he I mean he had to bury he said whatever you need say I want you I just want you to be okay because he he knew like he loved my mom. We've been together forever. So she was like his mom too. Like we were hurt. Yeah. And we were really looking forward to her being a grandmother to my 
to our baby. Like she's like the epitome of just like, you know, the perfect grandma. And it hurts me. It'll hurt me forever that Kendrick didn't get to experience her. Um, but the interesting thing is like, I, I honestly truly feel in my heart that they cross paths. However that works, him getting here, her transitioning to wherever she is. Like, I just, I've really felt like they crossed paths because there's been moments, like right now, he'll go through my phone. I have videos of my mom, you know, they're old, so they're way, I have an iPhone, so they're way at the beginning. He's scrolled through my pictures and found videos of her and just watches her singing on my phone. Like, I never showed him those videos. And he would just stare at them and smile. And I'd be like, do you know who that is? That's your grandma Lena. You know, I would just talk to him. And it would shake us mm-hmm. up. And one time he pulled it up sitting in Kenny's lap. And he was just like, oh, my God. Like, Kenny's eyes just rolled. He's like, I hear him watching this video all the time. But I never uh, seen it. Because, you know, he gets emotional, too. And it's a it's a video I yeah. have of her singing I Love You Forever. And he, like, watches it all the time. And he gave her a name out of nowhere here recently. He calls her Nani. I don't know what that's about, but it warms my heart every time. And, uh, like, I'll point to a picture and I'll say, who is that? And he'll say, Nani. And it's just, like, his thing. And I'm just, like, and I try to see. I was, like, is he trying to say Ani? Because that's what he calls my mom's sister, auntie. Um, mm-hmm. But he said, no, Nani. And I was, like, okay. <laughs> That's your nanny. Yeah. And I just thought, I said, my mom, I know she uses granny. I just, I, when I said we have a beautiful bond, I feel her with me all the time, everywhere I go. I, I, I have her car. I'm probably going to drive that car till I just absolutely can't anymore. And I talk to her in the car all the time. She always told me she wanted me to have her car. And I feel like that's like our portal to be able to talk to each other all the time. I've had distinct dreams with her. Um, And I just know she's here. Like, I can hear her voice all the time. Um, And so I'm just thankful, again, for that bond that we that we share because it's it's everlasting. You know, I'm glad you took us back to um, the because I was I I wanted you to talk about the legacy and I still do. But I um, the song and everything. But I'm glad you took us through that point and, and made it a point to let us know that it mm-hmm. wasn't easy you know it, it wasn't oh I had this you know my mom passed I had the baby and then no it was life um you had to do mm-hmm. the work to to heal and to to get that and it's not that you still you don't still have sad moments or anything like that but um you had to do the work to you know, so that you can be whole. Yeah, and I want to encourage people to do that. Like, I know it's hard when we're going and going and we consider work, you know, our nine to five or whatever it is, or your project or your business or your children. That's awesome work, but there's also a work within a life's work that you have to do within yourself. Um, And I'm always a giver. Mm. I'm always spreading myself thin for everybody else and this was like the first time I really said I don't care about I can't be nothing to nobody until I take care of me like I'm falling apart this is hard like very very hard and it still is but it's important that if I want my mom's legacy to live on I'm gonna have to do the work to make sure that it's you know I have the memories I have the beautiful moments I'm able to share 
beautiful things like we're doing right now to keep her legacy alive and the greatest contribution to I guess you could say to keeping the legacy going is to carry on all the beautiful things she gave to me as a mother to my child and it conti- and it'll continue to go yeah. I said the best way to honor my mom is to be the best mom I can be and even though I don't do everything yes. like she did I hear her being like "Ooh, yeah girl do that's so yeah, I, why didn't I think of that? You know, I hear all that in my head. Like, oh, okay, I see you doing something a little different. I like that, you know. I I hear that in my, you know, in my head all the time when I'm, like, thinking about her. I'm like, ooh, my mama would be like, girl, what what is this L.A. stuff? You <laughs> or even just, like, Kendrick's, like, drinking juice that we make and just juicing with Kendrick's. I know my mom would have a fit that Kendrick's legit things beat juice is like the best thing in the world. I could hear her just giving me the blues about that, trying to give him some ice cream or something. But it's just fun to have like mm-hmm. my own approach and to just know that she's cheering me on in spirit and guarding us every step of the way. Like it's just a beautiful way to honor her legacy and to build my own um, which is what she always wanted me to do in the first place was to live my life as full as possible. And so um, that's how I, I approach things, carrying on her legacy. And I don't know if you saw, I'm pretty sure you commented on it, but on my Instagram um, this past birthday, I posted, I was scared to do it, but I did it anyways. And I posted a video of her singing my songs in her car. I, yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> I found a video yeah. of her jamming in the car singing my songs it's like a seven minute long video but I decided to edit it down and share and at the end she like encourages people and that made her birthday so much birthdays and like the day she passed all this stuff is really hard for me but that made her birthday so beautiful for me and it made me so proud to be able to let her speak in her own words and it to me it was just like her legacy continues her light continues to shine bright it was I got a comment where somebody's like I don't know you you or your mom but I'm from Africa and this really encouraged me I'm like mama you done made it to the motherland they 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 heard you today like it was just like (laughs) it warmed my soul so much like at first I was like I don't want to trigger anybody in the family like I don't want this to make them sad but it made so many people happy to hear her voice to see her in just full joyful form and that was a big deal to me I didn't want to write a long sad post I wanted to just show my mom alive and happy and and whole and in rare form because most people my mom was very put together to so that see her just grooving and moving in the car was hilarious to some people and it just meant a lot like it's it's okay to share it actually can bless so many people and that's um, another way that I honor her legacy is to share share beautiful moments and things that I have that um, that she left behind for me. Yeah, I love the videos um, when you post that. And I think it's, like you said, it's, it's so beautiful to share that and to celebrate her. Like, keep celebrating her. I love the way you, even though it, it may be hard for you sometimes, like, I don't know because I have not lost my mother, but I can only imagine how hard that is. And you just keep pushing through um and she, yeah she yeah i was like what? <laughs> <laughs> Africa. but but you know we're we are all only on this earth mm-hmm. for a length of time and we don't know how long that time is and this just makes me think 
you know, it sounds like she did so much on her mm-hmm. with her time here on earth. And it just makes me think of how much more I could be doing, you know, with my with my children, you know, my husband, uh, my family or or reaching others and doing for others, um, because, you know, it's not just about me, myself, but it's, it's what we we do for others also. So it just makes me think, like, what do I want my mm-hmm. legacy to be? You know, like how how sweet will it be when my time is up here on earth? You know, my children are still speaking of me the way you're speaking of your mother. They're or they're writing songs about me or sharing sweet videos um, and just you know carrying on everything that mm-hmm. I instilled in them. Like I didn't know her personally, but gosh, she 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 seems like she uh, mm-hmm. is a beautiful person and. I know you're going to say that because your mom, but yeah, she was, yeah. you know? <laughs> but she was, and I just, I just really, really, um, thank you for sharing your story and thank you for being so bold and courageous because I remember looking at those videos in the post and everything and, and seeing how hard it was for you. And I didn't, I wasn't with you right there day by day, but, um, you know, a mother yeah. is a mother and we all have one. And I just, know that the mother is like the thread that keeps it all together and um it sounds like she did yeah. just that and you're doing carrying that on um with her being gone I think so, one of the greatest gifts she gave um, me and I'll I'll say this is like a last statement was just really putting things in perspective like when you have a child and when you lose a mother you realize what matters the most and I have used that mm. these gifts to Um, allow me to really look at things for what they are I'm not stressing over report or analytics or none of that like what matters most is quality time and doing your life's work and so sometimes when when you're nine to five or whatever you have going on family drama all that stuff at the end of the day it doesn't matter like we like my baby puts so many things in perspective I'm not if he's crying in the morning you know, your child is crying and you're trying to figure out, you, you're worried about clocking in on time. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, when it was time to, like, tell people, I got to go. Like, I got to go see my mom. Like, I didn't care about, you know, the recording session or not. Like, like, you realize what really matters. And I pray that, I know I feel like I've been all over the place on this, but because it's still raw and emotional, it's still new and things, new things continue to happen. But at the end of the day, all of these life changes have allowed me to really realize what matters most and that I need to focus my time and my energy on those things. And so I hope that in your journey and in your life, you realize what really matters most and that you're able to to figure out a way to manage your time and energy, especially your energy on things that will allow you to leave a legacy that your children are just thrilled to share. Oh, that's Oh, so sweet. And Seda, tell us how um, we can get in contact with you or or learn more about your journey or hear your music. Absolutely. Everything is Seda K Music. That's S-A-D-A-K-M-U-S-I-C. I've kind of started microblogging on Instagram and sharing a lot more there. Um, But you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my website, SedaKMusic.com if you want to read some of my blogs. Um, it's sadakmusic.com slash blog and I share there as well. Um, 
and having a, a bunch of new things coming up too. So if you follow me, you'll get to find out about some other projects I'm working on coming up uh, this winter. Um, it was something else I was going to ask you really quick. Do you think that you would ever write a book about you and your mom? That keeps coming up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I feel like it's, it's, it's pulling me in. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I, I did already write a, a children's book for my son. Um, but I'm really thinking about sharing my journey in a, in a better way. Writing has literally saved my life. Um, journaling even and I wanted to encourage your your listeners as well like if you're not comfortable going to counseling which I hope that you get to a place where you are journaling is for me was like the next best thing as far as therapy just getting it out and not holding stuff in like there's a moment one time where I was like I gotta get a journal a new notebook I'm gonna go crazy like just journaling and writing has has really helped me throughout my journey so um I see it in the future I, I can see it in my visions so um I'm hoping that you know the, the opportunity for me to to be able to really um have a space where I can write down my thoughts and and figure out what part of my journey I'd like to to expound on and share on um because there's plenty of things that have happened in my life so um just trying to find the right direction to go in to to reach the people I think that is definitely in a, uh, in the near future okay awesome well, thank you so much for sharing your time thank you. with me. And um, it took us a minute to to be able to get it together because I know you mm-hmm. were moving back to LA and all that. But we did it. We're we're here. Your story has been told, or at least um, a, a nice part of it has. And I thank you, thank you so much. And we will talk. To thank you, you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, I, and no, I just yeah, pray no. wonderful success throughout everything that you're working on as well. Thank you and same for you and sending lots of love and thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Mama Mogul podcast. As always, I'm appreciative of your support and I'm excited that you tuned in. If you could do us a favor and please subscribe if you haven't done so already to the podcast, rate us and leave a review and share with your friends on social media. If this podcast is inspiring you, wouldn't you like for it to do that with somebody else? Yes, please share and tag us on social media. If you would like to be a guest or if you know somebody that should be a guest, please email us at shaleen.aaron at gmail.com. Send us some comments. Send us some reviews of how you love the podcast and what are your favorite topics. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Do well, be well, and live well, mamas.